Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Chris Charling. We get mail from listeners and it's fun because it's email, you know, so it doesn't have to take forever to get here. Yes. And uh, we got a couple more this week. Yes. Yeah. You know, so there, there are like two, maybe three people listening now. This is just terrific. Yeah. They've been, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my other podcast, um, <laughs> which is basically me and the co-host. We listen to it. But, uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's cool that people have been uh, responding to our, uh, our, our requests. Our, our pleas. I, was, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> That's okay. I'm I'm not proud. Yeah. Anyway, um, we got uh, dear Chris and Warren, and uh, you know, besides getting the order incorrect, you're you're okay. Guy. It's alphabetical. Yeah. Is that what it is? And okay. by priority, well, I'm, this I'm is, the better person. Okay, this is some uh, from uh, Rasan, um, and I'm not ex- Oh, okay. It looks like he's down in the uh, in the Poughkeepsie area, down uh, Mid Hudson Valley of New York State. Okay? okay. So anyway, he says I've been a faithful listener for a long time, and would like to thank you for your weekly podcasts. I enjoy them very much. Your comments are insightful, and you both do an excellent job of addressing questions that many of us voice actors have. He sent that to us? Yeah, he sent that to us. I I double-checked, and it really did come to us. Yeah. Uh, He says, I've not written to the show in quite a while, but once again, I have a suggestion for a podcast. Uh, He's gone through our training here, Rasan has, and he knows about the three things that we get paid to do as voice actors, Mm -hmm. which is read with accuracy, read with creativity, and read while taking direction. So he says the first two things, he can practice. He has no problem doing that, sure. making sure that he's accurate and making sure that he sounds creative and knows what he's talking about. But the third question about being able to take direction, he says, how do I practice that if I don't have somebody giving me direction? That's a really good question. Yeah, which is a good question. And and we've got what we think might be a couple of answers for you. So that's where we're going to, to go today uh, for Rasan. Um, the, the first thing I can suggest, um, and, and Chris, I believe you suggest this to your students as well, is find a bossy person. Yeah, find a bossy person. Yeah, that's not <laughs> hard to do. But anyway, I suggest, and as I say, Chris does too, that you practice reading copy uh, when you're reading out loud from newspapers or magazines mm-hmm. in different moods or, or descriptives, if you will, okay? And and it's a very simple way to practice taking direction. Just look up some descriptive words like adjectives, if you will, in the dictionary and have some fun with those. Perhaps write the words down individually on flashcards and, and you know, practice that way. You could even ask a friend or a relative to try to guess what mood you, they think that you're trying to convey. Yeah, I actually actually had a student a few weeks back who I was teaching and we reached the end of her class. I've been using this example left and right. Like you said, grab a dictionary. Even though we all know what like happy, sad, angry means, we got to the end of the class and she's like, I don't, I, I think I'm going to have a hard, hard time with this. I don't know really how to differentiate between angry and annoyed. Hmm. So, hmm. so I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to, I am always assuming I'm not the smartest guy in the room. So <laughs> I figure maybe I don't know, you know, what, what those words mean. So I look them up and, you know, angry, pretty evident, you know, hostility, blah, blah, blah. Right. And uh, when you look up annoyed, slightly angry. So ah, I just okay. said, you know, angry is your 100%. Then for annoyed, just dial it back a little bit. Yeah, there you go. And, and she was like, that's really helpful. That's cool. That's very cool. Well, and, and keep in mind as well that most direction you're going to receive from a producer or an engineer while you're in the recording studio won't involve a lot of big direction. Okay. Right. I mean, yes, they might say, okay, how about a little bit more energy there, a little bit more surprise or whatever. But for the most part, you're going to get things like, okay, slow down a bit, uh, just be sure you stay on that mic, um, a little louder on that passage. 
things like that. Right. And with that in mind, just a little bit of practice will go a long way as far as trying to sound a certain way when you're taking direction. Yeah, and one of the things that I, I try to help people understand is that it's it's not it's not one take and you're done. Yes. You know. Oh yeah. And these are subjective terms. You know, my mm-hmm. idea of happy might be Warren's idea of inviting or or something along those lines. One of the things that I'm, I, I try to tell people is part of my job as a producer is to be a bad listener. And what I mean by that okay. is I have to be able to know just from the sound of your voice alone mm. what what mood you, you have. There you go. So if you think of it from that point of view, where, where you have to kind of go that extra mile, I think that can help you out. There you go. And, and again, it'll depend on your producer as to how much direction you actually do get. If you're interpreting the copy correctly and you're watching your speed and your volume, you may do a whole project, especially a narrative, with very little direction. Yeah, uh, you know, it'll be more so perhaps when you're doing a, a commercial. I went to an audition once, and I read this 30-second commercial, and I thought I did a pretty good job on it. And the producer said, okay, Warren, do that one more time for me. More more um, energy, more surprise in your voice, more energy. I want it more, a bigger, you know. So I read it a second time, and I brought the energy level up. Mm-hmm. He actually asked me a third time. He said, can you give me more? You know, yeah. So I'm not sure what he was going for, and I don't even think I got the gig now that I think about it. Uh-huh. But, but he was obviously giving me some specific directions in this audition to see how I followed direction. Right. So you'll you'll get some of that, but as I say, in most cases, it's going to be up to you to do it the way you think it should be done. And hey, you know, you, you may hit it on the first take. They may say, that's what we're looking for. Now, that won't be the only take you do, right. but you'll know you're on the right path. Yeah. One of my favorite examples of, of people having fun with direction, maybe not fun in this case, but um, for the Simpsons movie, uh, okay. Julie Kavner, there's a scene where Marge is leaving a message for Homer and she's really at her wits end. Okay. So this is an extreme example. And I always put this out there as this won't happen to you, <laughs> but they made Julie Kavner do over 100 takes on this line. Oh my So God. that she actually would be worn out. They, they, they're, <laughs> right. they're, they just, you know, they just kept going and kept going. And it's like the Linda Blair stuff with, with the exorcist, right? Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. you know, kind of, t- we don't typically torture talent. It's not something <laughs> right. that we make a habit of doing, yeah. but you know, they're, they're, I think the thing is to, to have that openness mm-hmm. and to, to just, you know, embrace the abandon. When you're in the booth, nobody's looking at you, except for when you're worn and I'm looking at you like I am right now. But, you know, people are not typically looking at you in the booth. Right. You're free to be creative, right. to do whatever it is that you need to get there. Just be open to it and, and be able and willing to, to play, yeah, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, when they're not looking at you, that means they're listening to you intently. Exactly. And they'll let you know if, if you need more direction. Very good. Yeah. Thank you, Rasan, for that question. We also had a listener named Ron who sent us some uh, podcast topic suggestions. Thank you very much, Ron. He had three or four good ideas, and we'll be using them over the next few months. He wondered if we could talk about voiceover awards shows and how they lend credibility to our craft. So I did some research, and I knew there were some just recently, and the most recent one was just earlier this month in New York City. It was the first Voice Arts Awards presented by the Society of Voice Arts and Sciences. And there were over 30 awards handed out in various categories from Outstanding National Television Promotion Camp to outstanding audiobook narration to even outstanding commercial demo reel. That's which very, is interesting. Yeah, very cool. Because uh, everybody's got one of those. Yeah, right. So um, the the legendary James Earl Jones received the very first Voice Arts Icon Award, which Who? is cool. Uh, you may have heard of him. He's he's James been in all Earl the newspapers. Jones, yeah. not from, it doesn't ring <laughs> yeah. a bell. 
Um, more than a dozen judges, including our friend and fellow voice acting professional Rodney Salisbury was there. He took part in the event as well and was a judge. Just terrific stuff that I've heard from that one particular show just a, a few weeks ago. And again, it has boosted the credibility of what voice acting is, is all about. I thought that was a really cool way that he phrased that, to boost the awareness and, and credibility of, of what we do. Because it is something that is kind of, you know, flies under the radar for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So there are other voiceover awards competitions from organizations as diverse as the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, which we know as the, the Emmys, right? Yeah. Yeah. To the, the Vox Awards out of the, the UK. You may have also heard of the Audio Awards sponsored by the Audio Publishers Association and the Earphones Awards sponsored by Audiophile Magazine for narrators of audiobooks. There I know we go. did. We covered the, the Audis a few uh, months we back. We did a, a few episodes back. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we want to mention here some of the advantages to getting involved in these things. All right. Because uh, you're, you're talking to an award w- uh, co-host of an award-winning podcast. Right. I mean, three-time Addy Award-winning podcast. I, know, I got my right? work cut out for yeah. you this year. <laughs> and we're proud of that fact. And we don't we don't brag about it a lot, but it is you know, it's, it's in writing in a, in a few places, you know, <laughs> just so that you know what you're listening to has some quality to it. Yeah. So the advantages of getting involved in these competitions are getting your voice and your name in front of other experienced voice actors and building you know name recognition, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's a big part of, of getting more work is, is having people know what you do. And even mm-hmm. if you don't win, there's also the chance that you'll be nominated if not awarded for your work, which again, yeah. gets your name out there. There you go. Um, being able to call yourself a nominee or an award-winning voice actor. It's a pretty cool feeling. That's a pretty cool feeling. And I think it lends some credibility to what you're doing, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, it also helps you build confidence in your work and your self-worth. I mean, that's a that's a huge thing to, to be able to say and, you know, wake up in the morning and, you know, maybe you don't want to roll out of bed yet and say, well, I'm an award winner. Of yeah, course yeah. I can get out there, it, puff it, my chest out and <laughs> do my thing. And, and they can't take it away from you. Um, I just saw Matthew McConaughey uh, interviewed recently, mm-hmm. uh, not, not to compare ourselves with an Academy Award winning actor, but he will always be known from now on as Academy Award winner, yes. Matthew McConaughey. And uh, I think it was Alan DeGeneres that Interviewed him. She said, How does that make you feel? He says, All right, all right, all right, all right. 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 Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, But he (laughs) said, No, it it, it gives me, uh, you know, confidence that I'm on the right track and and then, you know, that I I really can do this. Yeah. And of course, there's always making your grandmother proud, right? I think that's really the most important thing. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, grandma. Or, or mom, yeah. <laughs> so once again, Ron, thank you for that suggestion. And uh, yeah, if you're a voice actor, get out there and uh, you know get mentioned in the same name with other award-winning uh, folks that are in the, the great business of voice acting. So what are you waiting for? If you've been listening to Chris and I to learn more about voice acting but haven't taken that decisive first step to get started in this fun business, perhaps now is the time. Voice Coaches travels North America just about year-round, offering an evening adult education in introductory class we call Getting Paid to Talk. And we could be coming to a university, college, school, or recreation program near you soon. That's right. The week of December 8th, look for our classes in seven different locations in New Jersey, including Jackson, Millstone Township, West Windsor, South Brunswick, Paramus, Cape May, and Mount Olive, New Jersey. And also in New Bern, Silva, and Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Middleborough, Massachusetts, and West Nyack, New York. If you're interested in knowing where and when voice coaches will be offering this class, near you, just call us, 866-887-2834. Every time I drive by Nyack when I'm down there, there's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's a sign that says uh, Nyack, and then it's abbreviated South Nyack. But a good friend of mine and I, we have this joke whenever we drive by it, we're like, Nyack, 
so Nyack. <laughs> it's just really entertaining to me. It's, it is. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can always email us. It's podcast at voicecoaches.com. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for this podcast, you may use that same email address. Uh, also, if you're enjoying the show on iTunes, please feel free to leave us a rating and share us on your favorite social networking utility, (laughs) whatever you'd like to call it. And along the same lines of that stuff, remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter as well. And keep in touch if you do indeed become award-winning. Absolutely. We like to talk to people who are award-winning. I do. Yes. All right. We'll be back again next week. Hope you can join us then. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. So yeah, there's there's over I think uh, I think over a dozen. Um, what am I saying here? I don't know. There, there are, are other there voiceover. are other voiceover awards competitions. <laughs> I don't know where I got trying the word to dozen. Say. Yeah, but there, there's other. So there's a over. Wow. <laughs> how about there are other? Yeah. How about that? If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for this podcast, you may use you may use that you, same. You may snooze. You may snooze. <laughs>